Autumn has arrived. Depending on who you ask and where you live, we are at or just past peak color. I always regret that fall colors just don't look as good in a photograph as they do to my eye. Every year I marvel at the brilliance of color like I had forgotten how amazing it can be. Grouse hunting right now is not necessarily ideal. The leaves assist the birds in their hasty getaway. But I still like to get out, even taking the family along, because then I get to see how each individual tree puts on its own show. My favorite are trees that have multiple colors, like yellow fading to red. This year, especially in the last few days, it seems like we've had more of the kinds of combinations than usual. Not just maples, even oaks seem more colorful this year. Every fall I hear from people that colors are triggered by cold temperatures. It's not exactly true. Temperature does have its role to play, but it's not the primary factor. In fact, leaf turn is a result of a change in chemical activity, and it is triggered by a change in length of daylight. Tree leaves are green because they are filled with chlorophyll, a crucial pigment that helps the tree in manufacturing its own food from a combination of water, nutrients, and sunlight. As the days start to shorten, the trees are spending less time making food from sunlight. They produce less chlorophyll, the dominant green coloring in leaves. As the chlorophyll reduces, the secondary pigment, carotenoids, become more prominent. Carotenoids are also utilized during the growing season. You may recognize the root, carotene, as that helpful nutrient in healthy foods like carrots, corn, squash, and peppers. Colors like yellow, orange, and brown all derive from this pigment. How about the reds? The third pigment comes into play only at the end of the growing season. Anthocyanins add red coloring to plants. Apples, cherries, cranberries, raspberries, basically any red fruit contains this pigment. Anthocyanins have one task to perform in a tree leaf. When food production, photosynthesis, drops off in the fall, the tree's productivity drops off, especially when we have warm sunny days and cool but not freezing overnight low temperatures. It can produce a lot of valuable sugary sap during the day, but without continued transport, the sap stays in the leaves where the trees risk losing it to the next strong breeze. These red anthocyanins are pumped into the leaves to help the tree ensure it gets as much sap out of the leaf as it can before it shuts down. This could explain why we've seen trees with red-colored or red-tipped leaves more recently. Last month was below average temperatures, one of the coldest on record, but the last week was a little bit warmer and allowed this activity to take place. Although daylight length is the primary trigger of leaf change, weather does play a role in the ultimate quality of our fall color show. If we get a really hard frost early, the trees can lose leaves without having them change to anything but brown. In very dry times, color can be delayed by weeks. Fall colors that can also be muted by a significant long wet stretch of weather too. This year, although recently it's been more cool and cloudy, the rain events have brought relatively little precipitation since the leaves began to turn, so our northern forests have put on quite an enjoyable color show. Get out in the woods and enjoy them for yourself. A photo may not do it justice. In my opinion, though, fall colors in the north woods are something to be experienced, not merely seen or photographed. 
Don't let the stress of everyday life keep you from refreshing your spirit. Even a few minutes of nature bathing can make you feel refreshed and help improve your outlook. Striving to make new things familiar and familiar things new, this is the Masked Biologist, coming to you from my living room in the heart of Wisconsin's Great North Woods.